On today's show, I'm going to block Isaac just as hard as Giannis blocked Aiden. Good God. Go Bucks, baby. Go Bucks. <sighs> Bucks in six, I guess. I just want this one to go seven. We'll talk about Kawhi Leonard. We'll talk about the finals. Talk a little bit about the presser coming up today. All kinds of stuff on Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavs Podcast. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The blocking boy, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Okay, I know we're going to talk about the finals for a, for a second, but I actually have a funny story right at the top. So I'm in my house today. Okay. And my, my doorbell goes off. Ding dong. So I open the door and there's right. a... There's a there's a, like a, a younger guy who says, "Hey, are you Isaac Harris?" Do you have do you, no? He did not say your first say your whole name. I, I swear, I swear. No, get ready for this. Do you have a no. minute to talk about our Lord and Savior Luka Doncic? <laughs> and he has a phone, and he has his. He, he might be listening to this. I don't know, but you're a super nice kid. And he, he goes, "Dallas Mavericks." I was no, like, he didn't "Oh crap!" <laughs> and I was like, "I mean," he goes, "You play." No kidding. Ask me if I played. And I'm like, bro, can you see my body? Like, (laughs) do you see my house? Like, do you think my house, like this, this little place. And I just want to say shout out to you, bro. If you're listening, thank you for asking me if I play for the Mavericks. And he was looking at his phone. He said, all it says my phone is Isaac Harris, Dallas Mavericks. And I'm like, I don't know how you got that information. If you just Googled. But uh, shout out, shout out to you, bro, for thinking I played for the Mavs and that somebody with that Mavericks paycheck uh, lives in a house like mine. He, so. uh, he, now you've just challenged like thousands of people to try and find your address somewhere. Because <laughs> 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 it's somewhere online. Uh, oh, man. Uh, but what about man. these finals, though? I mean, was that, man. The, was that the greatest finals block that we've seen in our lifetime? It was an incredible moment, and today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. 2.6 carbs, Ooh. 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Moment segment coming up later in the episode. I think we'll talk about that block a little bit more during yeah. that. But holy cow. Man, I'm really enjoying these finals. Like I know people were down on the teams, and I personally don't think these are the two best teams in the NBA because of injuries and all that. But if they're two evenly matched teams, then it's great, right? Then the finals are great, and they're enjoyable. And some people will be like, well, it's not legitimate because you're not getting the best teams. I don't care about that, really, right? A, a champion will be crowned. They are the teams that are in it, and they're two really good teams. It's not like they suck, right? It's not like it's the yeah. Pistons and Kings in, in the finals with the rosters they have now. Uh, absolutely wild. Giannis's block, mm. just I was one of so the most – one of the most impressive things I've seen. A bunch of people are already comparing it to the block by James, like already uh, comparing it to that. LeBron's. There, man, it's more difficult than LeBron's, like yeah. skill wise, right? Because LeBron's is all about timing and speed and and just getting it at the right time. Giannis, when the ball was released from Booker's hands, which by the way, Giannis was Giannis was guarding the ball handler, who was Devin Booker. On the, the right side of the key, and Giannis was turned back to Aiton. His back was turned to Aiton. 
Giannis was looking at and guarding Devin Booker. Devin Booker releases the ball, and when Devin Booker releases the ball for the alley-oop, Giannis is still turned looking at Devin Booker away from DeAndre Ayton. So Giannis has to backstep and turn around and then come over off of his left foot and block Ayton at the rim and didn't foul him. Man, that is a difficult thing to do. And the fact that he just went for it. I mean, he's been going for it all see all see all series though. Like he has, but that was a potential free throws and going in and man, he's just going for it. That had the potential for an all time Phoenix Suns moment poster. DeAndre Ayton, like if he dunked on Giannis and it was like, and one, and they won that game one, the referees would have had been escorted out of the arena because of the Booker. Not (laughs) okay. Imagine this. Imagine that was LeBron. I, I Twitter would I do have melted not, down. I wouldn't have been able to do a podcast. I was gonna say you wouldn't be able to even speak. Like <laughs> you would be so frustrated and angry about it. But yeah, if the Suns had won that game, then that Booker non foul call two non he had he had seven fouls in this game. Yeah, and two two of them weren't called. Obviously, those Kirk fouls would have led would have the jump out. with. I was a non non call in my book. <laughs> you don't call that. You don't call that don't on call Devin that. Booker. That's not basketball. You don't foul him out, man. And it was an intentional foul, the one on Drew Holiday. Yeah, it was. He Which hugged was him in midair. A, a dumb decision by Booker of like, hey, he just went for it. I'm like, and whatever. But PJ Tucker touches Jay Crowder's fingertips, like, and Jay Crowder falls down. But Devin Booker hugs Drew Holiday in midair, and it's not a foul. Like, wow, that was nuts. And Chris Ball. Turnover at the end, Ooh. and uh, Jeff Van Gundy saying an uncharacteristic turnover by Chris Paul late in the game. Like, not not recently. He's he's we, had fifteen turnovers the last three games. I was sure? listening to the guys on No Dunks, and they're trying to figure out who's going to be Finals MVP. And they said that there was no way that there was like there's it's if the Suns win the series, then it's Chris Paul. If the Bucks win it, then it's Giannis. And I'm like. I don't know now if Booker has another like two more games like that. Yeah, I think he may be able to come. And Chris Paul has a couple more games like that. I think the momentum may swing back to Booker because Booker was real good in this game despite the fouling, and Chris Paul was not good. Yeah, I think it's wide open for Phoenix of who could get it. I I want to say it's between Giannis and Middleton, but I have a feeling if Giannis keeps on putting up the numbers, then there's no chance Middleton gets it. None. Yeah, it's Giannis has had two 40 point games already in this series. True, and yeah. that he's had the moment with the block, which we'll talk about again later. Like he's had he's had so much stuff with it. So, yeah, like there the narrative is just too, too far in Giannis's camp. Whereas I think the Chris Paul Devin Booker one can be can be salvaged. And I'm so happy too. for you. So, I mean, yeah, I, I find myself rooting for Milwaukee now, even though I love Monty so much. I'm, I'm, I think I'm rooting for Milwaukee. And I don't I'm rooting why. for whichever team is down, right? <laughs> I just want it to be six. I want it to be seven games and get to the seventh game, and then I don't know who else. You know what it's setting up for, though? It, this is setting up for Milwaukee. Milwaukee winning game five. Coming back to Milwaukee. And cue the music for Scott, Scott Foster. <laughs> it's his music. Scott Foster, game six, Bucks closeout game, and Chris Paul is just going to get tossed from the whole world. And uh, it would be fun. Oh, my gosh. Man, that absolutely wild. Pat Connaughton, by the way, potential free agent for the Mavericks. He <laughs> he hit there. a couple threes there. We can talk about him. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, all right, before we move on to talk about Kawhi Leonard today, which we want to talk about Kawhi Leonard because – he has partially torn ACL, which is a big deal. He's going to have surgery on it. It's a, it's a huge deal for, for Kawhi Leonard to be out because the season's starting like 
decently soon, right? It's gonna start in it's gonna start in uh, September, October, and so it's coming up because this is not a normal off season. So he's gonna miss some time during next season. Who knows how much time? Maybe the whole season. But which it felt like I felt like the ACL stuff wasn't new news. I thought somebody had reported on it way back then. Well, and then it, it was kind of disappeared and. So when it happened, the, the injury stuff with Kawhi Leonard is so strange, which we can get into when we talk about him a little bit, because this is one of the reasons why to not get Kawhi Leonard if he wants to come. Like This is maybe one of the reasons why, is the injury stuff with him is so weird back in San Antonio with the Raptors, and now even with the Clippers. He's got his own guys. He's got his own medicals, and he takes these games off. He, he rests all these games, and it's all kind of on his terms. And then now this injury stuff... It was reported originally, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, as an as an ACL injury or like some kind of like knee injury. It wasn't anything specific, and so like Dr. Brian would come on here and tell us the difference between all the stuff. But now that we know that it's a partially te- it's a partial tear and not just a strain or a sprain or something mm. like that, and that's even that's more serious. I think. I mean, I'm not a doctor. We could ask our our Twitter doctor, but well, I thought it was similar to, it's kind of like this Willie green, new Orleans thing. I'm like, how many times has Willie yeah, green, is Willie going to be reported? Willie green. <laughs> like, let's in, just do it. It's like, he's been on the one yard line forever. Mike, it's close to nearing it a deal. Thank you for the notifications <laughs> for two weeks. Let's just yeah. hire him already. But the Kawhi stuff. Yeah. I think anything, any of the research I, I listened to K- KOC and, and Vernon today on the ringer and you know, they were operating that, He's out for most of next year, and so I think a lot of people that I've looked into, it's, it's like a year hey, injury. Yeah, it's you're at least nine to twelve months somewhere through there. So majority of next regular season, if he can come back and be healthy, it's probably going to be the for the postseason, and that just sets up for a fascinating situation to where, like, does the does this injury help the Clippers' chances if there was any uncertainty in the first place, or does it help other teams besides the Clippers? Their ability to say, we don't care. We'll give you full max if the Clippers won't. Let's do it. And one of those teams happens to be the Dallas Mavericks, so we'll talk about that. But we got to talk about our Michelob Ultra moment of the playoffs, moment of the finals. It's that block. I mean, it it has to be that block from Giannis as the moment because it was – I don't know if ESPN knows that because it took him forever to play a replay. <laughs> took him forever, but that was the moment. I mean, it was, it was Milwaukee 101 – Suns 99. So if Aiton gets that, it would have been tied with a minute 20 left. It's like late in the game. Everybody's trying to get something going. You get that pick and roll, and Giannis was just defending, and he went for it, like you said, man. That that block is a moment we're going to look back on, especially if they win. If they win the title, that's a moment you look yeah. back on. It's an all-timer. Sorry, sorry buddy. I may, I may go back. If, if they win this series, is that up there with, like, Dirk's shot in game two? Ooh. That's good. That's a good comp, right? Like, because yeah. you look back on some of the biggest moments that either turned a series, or uh, you know, like you look back on the the moments that that affected games, and this is one that affected a game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, lean more towards Dirks just because of the competition and, and bias, <laughs> and bias uh, <laughs> when Giannis is going up against you know Booker. Um, and, and Dirks was a Dirks was the end like very end of the game. There's still a minute twenty left for Giannis. Yeah, but still that. same same like category. If you're looking yeah. at like clutch massive plays, yeah, you, you're looking at that you know play with Dirks. You're looking at LeBron's block on Iggy. Yep. You're looking at like this is now that entered that category. Even going back last year, didn't Bam block somebody towards the end of the game? And, yeah, remember the, the Jason Tatum one. 
Okay. Well, yeah, that wasn't the finals. My bad. But his Eastern Conference finals. But it, yeah, like, that was a huge back one. Those memories yeah. a little bit for me. But uh, Anthony Davis had a game. All that stuff. Not in the finals, but. Uh, there you go. That block brought me joy, happiness, enjoyment, all that stuff. All the things that we attribute to Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoyment isn't the end game, but it is the whole game. Speaking of end game, Loki, if you haven't watched that, man, you got to get in on that. All right, let's talk about Kawhi Leonard coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, we're talking about Kawhi Leonard and... The reason why we're talking about Kawhi Leonard, he is a partially torn ACL, which is an ACL injury, an ACL tear. Even if it's partially torn, that's still an injury that takes 9, 12 months to come back from, recover from, surgery, all that kind of stuff. We're talking about him coming back after the, potentially after, and he's had he's had injury problems and knee problems all over the place in his career. So we're talking about a guy that will be coming back after next finals, basically, uh, to be able to play. And so it sets up the question, we might as well do it right now. If you're the Dallas Mavericks, they have max they have max money, and Kawhi goes, okay, I'm hurt. I won't be able to play next year, but I will come play for your team. Sign me now. Kevin Durant with the Nets, basically. Would you do it? No. Woo! <laughs> Two-time finals MVP Kawhi Leonard comes to your door and says, hey, Nico Harrison, Jason Kidd, Mark Cuban, I will come play for your team. I will be exactly what you need. I will be the veteran that has been there in the playoffs that has won two finals MVPs. I am the wing defender you need, the wing scorer that you need, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I'll take all that pressure off of Luka, everything. And you'd say no because he's out for a year. I think so. I've thought about it way more than what Ooh. I should today. And I went back and forth. And I feel like I'm in the minority on that. But To sign Norman Powell to a max deal instead. That's what you'd rather do with the money. <laughs> Here, okay, this is where my mind goes. You're punting on this season, so you're immediately saying like you're not, like you're you're not hitting hitting the ceiling for this season. So you're immediately telling Luka Doncic, okay, here's another one of your seasons that cool first round because they did because they it, did just do that with Porzingis. Yes, because yeah. not only are you saying you won't have Kawhi, but you're also saying goodbye to Tim Hardaway. True. So now you're saying, okay, cool. Kawhi's gonna be on the bench for a whole like a whole season. Tim's playing in Miami, and then <laughs> KP, you better be healthy, and it better be the KP Lucas show for the whole season. So you're kind of punting on this season, telling Luca that. Then you're banking on okay, well now we get the next three years because it's a four year deal with Kawhi. the The next three years of Kawhi's deal of okay, this is your time to win the finals. But like, what are we getting with Kawhi? What do we know even before the ACL tear? He's setting out all the time. So we already have that with, with Mavs fans already. How, that, good luck with that, okay? He missed um, 20 games this season. And, like, even look at the year that he won it for Toronto, right? I mean, all we heard about in, in during that, in that stretch was his leg's not right. His leg's not right. He played he, 60 out of 82 games that year. Yeah, So and I mean, granted, he, he deserved to win that finals and everything. He played great. But before that, what happened? He wasn't playing for the Spurs because of the injury. So it's like you you have so many injury question marks. There's so much stuff that you're trying to figure out of load management with him to when when is he going to play? All of that. There's the questionable like there's depending on who you talk to. It's like locker room stuff. It's like is he involved with the team? Is he not? Does he tell people what he's doing? Is it, like how does that mesh with 
Luka Doncic at the, at the age of 22. And like, this is your big signing, right? Like you have to hit that out of the park and that pairing out of the park. Uh, if you know, this is Luka's next contract right here. So I, you know, I, I love the fit. I just think there's way too many question marks and I'm not willing to punt on next season for it. So I think I land no and I know I'm going to get some slack for that. The problem is, who do you get instead? Can you get somebody instead? Can you do something with the cap space instead? Do you get a, is Alonzo Ball combination with Tim Hardaway Jr., a Spencer Dinwiddie combination with bringing Tim Hardaway Jr. back? Is that worth it? Are you going to get to the same height that you would get if you signed Kawhi Leonard and he came back and played like he did at the end of that series with the Mavericks? Like, good lord, that guy was. Yeah, I mean, just as good as any of these guys in the playoffs. Maybe the maybe the best looking one, like scoring forty and dropping like all these shots and uh, tough shots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you so won't I'm, get you won't get to the same height. But does the floor bring you to a point where you can live with it? And and I'm not sure about that with some of these guys we've talked about. With a, with a Kyle Lowry, I would do that instead instead of waiting on Kawhi Leonard. But if yeah, you're telling me yeah. it's, it's Dinwiddie or if it's somebody like somebody else, Conley even, I'm like, nah, I don't know. I mean, if you are in a situation to where all these other options, all these all the trade options are, you know, running dry, all the free agents are gone, and you're sitting there a week in the free agency, it's like, all right, Max Kawhi out and he's willing to come or nothing. Sure, sign me up. And I, I'll argue with myself in the sense of, okay, like, yeah, the case for it would be you get freaking Kawhi Leonard next year. And it's Luka Doncic is so young. He's under contract for so long that you're guaranteed at least three years of him and Kawhi together. And you, you're hoping, you're like, okay, sure, in today's day and age, he can come back. He'll only be 31. And bam, you have Luka and Kawhi for at least three years. Hopefully you can win a title. Like I get all the all of it. And if it happened, that would be the the talking points we would do of cool. Let's have fun this season. Hopefully Luca's not pissed because they're not making some finals run without Kawhi. Because the team would be worse uh because they wouldn't be able to add anyone else. So you're adding thirty million dollars, thirty-six million dollars of nothing. The other thing I would push back on with not doing this is look at the Nets, which I guess the Nets could be a positive or negative of this. The Nets went for it, and they're like, okay, well, we'll bring in Kevin Durant, even though Kevin Durant is going to be out for a year. We have this young team. We have this potential. Instead of, you know, dealing all the chips right now, we're going to sign Kevin Durant and go with it. And that season, he, they, you know, the other guys got injured, and then they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't make it as far as they wanted to. Is that a positive or is that a negative towards doing something like this? But I think they went for it, and you have to think, man, your time yeah, is short. Yeah. Your time is short. If you have a chance to get one of these guys, you have to, no matter how you get it. Well, I, I was going to say the other way of like Brooklyn, I think they could swing with the Durant thing because they didn't have anybody that they were trying to keep happy, right? I'm not saying like Luca's unhappy, but they didn't have a young star that they're sitting there saying, you know what? We got to show you that we're going to do everything we can to win right now. They, they, they weren't looking at a young Luka Doncic type of star saying, hey, listen, give me a year. This, <laughs> isn't, the this. this isn't the Cavs getting Shaq, though, right? Like, this isn't that. Like, yeah, but you are punting on that next season. And that's what they didn't have the Luka that they would have to tell that to. So I think, and they're in the East. So they had a fun season with Dinwiddie and stuff. And they even end up making a playoffs because it's the freaking East. Like, I'm sorry, but Luka Doncic, I mean, they're going to be in the same spot next year, right? They're going to, if you take Tim out of this team and you, you don't be able, you can't add anyone else. And Kawhi's sitting on the bench and it's Luka. Porzingis when he's playing and the rest of the supporting cast, like 
I mean, you're right there in the same spot, like playing tournament probably, or maybe the seventh seed. So, yeah, I, and I don't know. Are, is Luca happy with hearing that? I'm saying, hey, wait, wait for another season, and then you'll get Kawhi. I don't know. He, I think he wants to win now, right? Like he wants to let's do this thing, let's make a run. Why can't we be Phoenix next year? Well, you'd be Phoenix the year after that with Kawhi and with Luca and Porzingis or whatever they turn Porzingis into. Maybe Porzingis recoups some value. You get it to somebody else, and then all of a sudden it's three guys, right? And you're, yeah. you're waiting on that. I mean, that's it's like, a, hey, you wait the year, then come back a year later, and then it's all right. Kawhi's back, but we have load management. He's going to miss twenty plus games. <laughs> just roll with this, and let's Ooh. just get to the playoffs, and then hopefully, which he hasn't shown he can do. I mean. This season, I mean, like, hopefully he can stay healthy throughout the playoffs and then hopefully it will work. And I know people are, like, screaming at me in the YouTube comments right now. I, it's a fair thing, though. Coming up, let's get into some, you know, some reasons why and why not with Kawhi Leonard. Talk about Kawhi and his game a little bit. Uh, there's just a big, this is a huge question to answer. And then we'll also talk a little bit about the presser coming up today on Thursday, if you guys are listening, watching this on Thursday. So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, I want to tell you about rockauto.com. Rockauto is the place to put uh, to put your money where your car needs it, right? Like you have a car, it needs some parts, put your money there instead of spending too much money at a you know, a parts store that's just going to carry one option for you. You want all the options in front of you. You want to see everything. You want to see all the parts available for your car or truck. That's what Rock Auto has. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamp, motor oil, even new carpet. For example, go and get... go. Just go look at your car right now. Go into rockauto.com. Look up the year, the make, the model. Just see all the options. They have stuff you didn't even think. The new carpet, the... Uh, mirrors like stuff that you didn't even know you could just replace go check it out see what they have go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and then if you decide to get something even something small right locked on in there how did you hear about us box and they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com also I want to tell you about betonline.ag betonline is the fastest and easiest way to put money down on sports buck suns tied up two to two Suns, minus 160 favorite still. They still Ooh. have the Suns as a favorite. It was like 470 a couple days ago. It was like 270 yesterday, and now it's down to 160. Uh, they have a couple more odds for Olympics. They actually have Olympics women. If you're looking at Team USA, okay, Team USA versus Nigeria on the women's side. What do you think is what do you think is the spread here? What do you think Team USA? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it away. Team USA is favored. How many points do you think they're favored by? 28 31 <laughs> you lowballed wow. it somehow 31 points team usa is favored by over nigeria they just played the all-star game arike our girl from dallas wings just won the mvp uh maybe she could She's shoot so like good. that maybe she could shoot like that during the regular season so they'd win some games but uh go to betonline.ag if you want to put some money down on some of this stuff use the promo code lockdown you'll get a 50 percent welcome bonus the first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts all right, Isaac Harris, let's get into Kawhi Leonard a little bit more. It's a huge question. It's just too big of a question to spend that much time on with Kawhi Leonard. If he would want to come to the Mavericks and he'd have to be off a year to recover from this ACL, which it looks like it has, would you make the call? We've talked about positives, negatives, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the way that the NBA looks now, I think the Mavericks can win a title if Porzingis is back right and they get somebody else. I think they can win a title with the team they have now, especially... 
if the Clippers are kind of out of the way, right? Without Kawhi, the Mavericks beat that Clippers team. This is our new. This is our new thing. Like last year was if Porzingis was healthy. This year yeah. it's if you know that they didn't have Kawhi. If Kawhi got hurt a little bit earlier, then maybe the Mavericks beat this Clippers team. And this is what this Clippers team is probably going to look like next year. Yeah, yeah. For what it's worth, I think the injury stuff helps the Clippers. I mean, we don't even know if he's even entertaining leaving the Clippers, but I think right. I think this helps even further because I think the Clippers they have to give the full max to him. Like you gave up too much, and if you're Kawhi. And you got the full max on the table when you're probably they not got, playing next They gave year. up nothing to get him. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they, but it was for Kawhi. Kawhi yeah. and Paul George. So right. that's – I don't think he's going anywhere at all. And this injury stuff, like, even further confirmed it for me. But, yeah, I mean, I think you when you look at the West next year, I think it just you just have to ask yourself, too, if, if there were teams like Dallas already setting back saying, man, we, we're just a piece away from, like, being the the Phoenix of next year, I think you look at what the how the West is laying out next year. Kawhi is going to be gone for most of the season for the Clippers, assuming he's back there. Jamal Murray is going to be out for a majority of the regular season for Denver. Where are they going to be at record wise? Then you look at like we're assuming LeBron will be back in MVP form, but like what if he's not? Like what if he is a, a tick slower because he is a little bit older now? It's like okay, what's the status of the Lakers next year? And then you're looking at Suns. Like, will Suns be back? I'm assuming Chris so. Ball, Chris, Chris Ball could be a free agent, right? I mean, it yeah, doesn't like, seem likely, but he could also regress a little bit or not be as good as he is. I mean, we're, are we starting to see some of the regression now? Probably not. He was incredible like a week ago. But, <laughs> the but like, the ceiling of two of these teams, the Lakers and Suns, are dependent on – now, granted, they're both all-time great players. They're dependent on 36-, 37-year-old you know players. So – then you look at Utah. What the crap are they going to do? Portland is Dame even on the Blazers at the beginning of next season? Yeah, the, the Warriors will be back, but it's like so. It, I'm just saying that it's not like you're looking at it saying, "Oh, there's three definitive juggernauts next year that will are separate themselves from everyone else." And I think teams like Dallas, like some of these other teams, are sitting there saying, "Man, yeah, like we could swing for it and get another player and be right up there and be the Phoenix or Utah of next season." And it's not like any of these teams are going to turn into the Suns either, right? Like the Suns were this team that were not that good. They barely made the bubble last year. And now this year they rocketed all the way up because they got Chris Paul. Is there anybody else on the fringe like that? I don't know if there's any other team that's primed to make a move like that. The Grizzlies maybe are are a team that has the talent like the Suns did. But I don't think they have. The Pelicans are fun. Yeah, they have the, the, the both those teams, the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, have the talent to do what the Suns just did. But I don't know if they have the means to acquire somebody like a Chris Paul to rocket them up to the you know the top like this. Oh, I think the Pelicans could. I mean, they have the draft picks and they have some young, interesting players. That if they went out, I just don't know what the answer is. Like they have the young guys. Like they have a similar Booker Aiton type of young core of like Ingram and Zion. Can you go find your third piece like Chris Paul is for? Those two young guys, I don't know what that is. So yeah, they do a sign and trade with Lonzo or something. He goes somewhere else. They give him some picks and they get somebody back. I mean, could they get Beal with that offer or something? Yeah, I don't know. Is he the right fit for? I don't know. I just they're the one team outside of you know past the Warriors there that saying hey, could they make a Chris Paul type of splash to push them into the playoffs? I don't know. We just don't know what Portland's going to do either. Like. Are they at the bottom of the West next year because they traded Dame and then they're like, oh, we got to trade Nurkic too, and it's just a CJ team, <laughs> or are they making an all-in you know move to build around Dame still and they're locked into the playoffs? So I 
I don't know. Like the West, I think I think the West is so much more up for grabs compared to the East. Yeah, so like like Isaac said, you're starting to look at some of these teams, and I think our main point is this knocks the Clippers down a peg with Kawhi Leonard's injury. This knocks him down, right? Because he's not going to yeah. be he's not going to maybe even be back, but he's definitely not going to be right. He's not going to be 100 percent by the time the playoffs come back. And so this is going to be if the, if the Mavericks and Clippers make it three seasons in a row, I'm calling it. The Mavs are going to win that series, right? Like, and they have some man. other key free agents too, like Ibaka could be a free agent, Batum yep. could leave, Reggie Jackson could leave, like. Yep. They have pieces in the rotation that could all lead. Yeah, that's a huge thing for them. So their offseason is massive now with Kawhi Leonard uh, in flux. So you got Kawhi Leonard there. That takes them a step down. So that Clippers team is just not the same. It, it, without Kawhi Leonard, they do not have a title ceiling to me, right? Like no. they, you, you just don't get up there. Their, their team was close this year, but if the Lakers are healthy, they take them out. If they're in the you know the Jazz or if they're in the the Suns bracket, maybe the Suns take them out. Like a, a team like that takes them out. I think. Well, the Clippers uh, make Warriors the playoffs back. next year if Kawhi doesn't play at all. Will the Clippers make the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. But maybe some of these teams could come in. Like the Warriors take their I was spot. Say, I don't know. Which teams are you looking at? That okay. So if the Clippers, so let's say everybody is kind of the same. Like Warriors are in the Clippers playoffs. Fall out. That's Warriors are back in. Yeah. Let's say Portland doesn't trade Dame. Clippers are still better than the Grizzlies, Spurs, Pelicans. I mean, maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't. I don't think that's a lock. I just don't. I mean, you're saying we're. I mean, I know we just seen that in the playoffs, but it's like for a whole regular season, you're asking this. Like, we don't know if Reggie Jackson's gonna be back. Like, we yeah, don't know was, if something. Is Reggie Jackson gonna be? Baseball Reggie Jackson. Yeah. So <laughs> for a whole like, year. I mean, maybe not. Cool. Let's look at Zubats and, you know, Paul George and Luke Kennard and man. So cool. So maybe it's this season that the Mavericks actually move up. They need to make a free agent move and they need to do something. But this Kawhi Leonard injury is massive for two reasons. Could the Mavericks still be in play for him as a free agent destination? We don't know. Probably not. But would you do it if he was decided to come there and it also takes the clippers down a peg which is positive for the mavericks you say no yes right i think when i think when it came down to it i would say yes i think i'd be okay with the year and then because you just don't get the you like if the alternative is lonzo i just i'm not as excited about that as a year with <laughs> Kawhi leonard right like i'd rather yeah. up the ceiling but i can hear it from an asset point too it's like hey just get him in the door you could like if you're a year and a half down the road and you're like tired of load management, it's not working about him and Luca, then you can always get stuff back for Kawhi Leonard. I, I hear it from that point. I'm not like all out on it. I'm I was on the fence about it all day. But if you're making me choose right now, I'm it's tough. Saying, I'm saying no. Let us know in the comments what do you think about Kawhi Leonard. Also, the press conference for Nico Harrison and Jason Kidd is today. If you're listening, watching this on Thursday, Isaac and I will both be in attendance. We'll have all kinds of stuff for you, audio, video. We'll have all kinds of things. We'll be breaking it all down on the Friday episode, so make sure you're back here. Uh, any just thoughts going into it, stuff to watch for, things that you're curious about before we hear from them on Thursday today? Yeah, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be cool for us to um, – you know, we talked the other day about listening, you know, hearing what Jason Kidd has to say about off the court stuff uh, that I think we're all like just intrigued about what he's going to talk about with that. Yep. Um, but but basketball wise, I want to hear, you know, what their approach is to like as cliche as the answers are or whatever. I just want to hear what they have to say about free agency, developing young players. I was talking to a friend today and I was like, hey, what would be one question you want? And he texted me. He's like, I just want to hear their philosophy on like 
young players, like developing young players. What what does that look like now? I want to see how Jason Kidd has you know grown as a coach. But I think one of the big things that people are going to ask is like, what's the structure of the front office? Is Bob still there? Will he be back? Yeah. What you know, like who asked the, that question today? Mac Engle. <laughs> That's your answer for Ariel. I think Cato asked it. Cato's got the cojones factor now, and it's his. He's got it's, it, and, but, and it was his story. He's got it, but I think, yeah, I think Cato's Cato has knows a lot of people, and I think that's for, true. He doesn't have I to think, ask it there. Exactly, it takes a unique, yeah. Unless nobody yeah. told him. I mean, that's that's sort of the game there. But true, true. Either way, it'll just be it'll be fun for people to see. You know, just these guys talk. It's a new regime. I'm excited for it. I'm excited just to see the newness of everything and see them talking about this next chapter for the maps. I'm listening for two things. Like you said, I'm looking for uh, how Jason Kidd, if he, if he does answer questions about his you know past and his history and all that kind of stuff. I'm also looking for uh, how does Sint Marshall respond to some of that kind of stuff? Cause she's going to be talking as well as Mark Cuban. The, all four of those people I think will be up there uh, answering questions. And then I'm also looking for Nico Harrison, like you said, direction of the team and how far away are they, do they think they are from winning a title? I think that's a big thing, and that might tell us a lot about the type of moves they might make this offseason. So there you go. We'll have all that stuff on Friday. Make sure you're tuned back into Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom! Now Booker with Tucker on him. Throws it up for Aiton. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis.